our bedrooms, our closets, our common areas, our kitchens, our pantries, our cars, all need to be decluttered and organized. And right mm. now I'm talking about parents, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting podcast, where we are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you're doing and why, so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children <laughs> along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host, but we cannot do this without the one, the only... Kim Cross, how are you? I'm great, Jesse. How are you? I'm good. It's been great. We're winding down, getting ready for new things. It's a new year when we're recording this. This may not be when you're listening to it, but it's a new year when we're recording it. <laughs> it's our reality. And we're excited that you are here to join us. And yes. uh, yeah, last week, what did we, we talked about a lot of the different things last week. Last week, we talked about being king and queen of your castle. So okay. setting up rules and boundaries and protecting your home and who comes in and what the rules are and the values of all that mm -hmm. and keeping kids safe. And we're doing a kind of a part two today. A part two. What are we talking about? Today? We're going to talk about decluttering that castle. Okay. I mean, it's a new month, a new year. So it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time to do it. Some people wait till spring to do cleaning. <laughs> they we're do. doing it January. And here's why. That's interesting. You said that. I like to do the inside when the weather's kind of crummy anyways. I mean, you've got time on Might your hands, well do right? do it when you're stuck inside anyways, exactly. right? Exactly. And then spring comes and you tackle the garage and the yard and all the things, right? right. So the to me, stuff. it just makes sense. So okay. that's what we're going to talk about today. And I, I put in my notes that our bedrooms, our closets, our common areas, our kitchens, our pantries, our cars all need to be decluttered and organized. And right mm. now I'm talking about parents, by the way. Okay. And then once parents declutter and reorganize all those areas that are common areas of their rooms, their stuff, their kitchen, their pantry, their car, we set the example for our kids because we shouldn't ask our kids to organize and clean and declutter if we haven't. If we have not done that. <laughs> we set the example, right? We're okay. the role models. And so then we teach them how to declutter and organize their bedrooms, their desks, their play areas so that they live and learn good habits. Mm. And something that I, I say quite often, my kids are probably sick of it, but I used to say it all the time, and that is life is full of habits. And how we do one thing is how we do most things. Mm. So I will often say to people, what is the inside of your car, your checkbook, your garage, your whatever look like? I bet they all have something in common. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, you know, there's, I'm reading a book right now called Atomic Habits and it's, oh, it's all a great about, book. it's all about you want to set who you want to be and then you, you build your habits out around that. That's who's, what's going to really influence what habits you have That's and right. which ones you keep are based on the idea of who you want to be. Right. And I'm so, glad you brought that up. I was going to actually bring up that book today, but you're on one. it. I'm already on it. It's <laughs> new year, starting a new thing. I've had it recommended multiple times. So good, good. Okay. So we're talking about decluttering. Why? What are we talking about? All right, let's start with a question for you. A question with a question. So what do you do or how do you feel when you can't find something that you need? It is probably my number one 
pet peeve. <laughs> Tell us if about you, that, Jesse. If you ask anybody who works for me, they you do not see me go from zero to 100 on the annoyed and frustrated <laughs> scale faster than when I want to find something and it's not where it's supposed to be. Okay, like. I knew I liked you, but now I really do because that's one of my pet peeves it's too. That you can ask anyone that ever has worked for me if I can't find it's our something. Worst side. Well, yeah, and it's and for me, it's about efficiency. It's like, okay, I plan my day out knowing that, you know, in this timetable I've made in my head, I can, let's say it's at work, I go to work. I know I need five minutes to gather this camera, the battery, the thing here, and nothing stresses me out and frustrates me more than when I get there and it's like, why can't I find this lens? Why can't I find these mm -hmm. batteries? Which then makes me late, which then makes me, you know, that's my other pet peeve is being late because I pride myself on trying to be timely on things. And so, yeah, it, it immediately puts me in a foul mood. <laughs> we have that in common, my friend. Okay, so let's talk about the why declutter. This is a great intro. So our environment has an impact on us. You just explained that, right? Mm. So a messy, disorganized workspace impacts our brains. It actually has an impact on us and how we think. And so we can come into a situation that's highly organized and feel kind of motivated. It's like it's clean, it's ready to go, it's inviting, or it can be overwhelming. And that can completely destroy our motivation and cause procrastination. Kim, don't go to my office during Christmas time. <laughs> it is a very scary I've place. Seen it. I've seen it, but it was temporary. All right. The other thing is chaos often leads to more chaos. Mm. So if it's disorderly, disorganized, cluttered, after a while you go, eh, it's overwhelming, it's too much all right, whatever. And you add more chaos to the chaos because there is no order. Right. Right. And when things are out of control and control, by the way, is one of the four critical needs of people. When things are out of control, so is our brain and our brain isn't working well. If we are stressed, mm -hmm. overwhelmed, angry, frustrated, it, it does make us out of control. Being organized teaches kids, not just routines and good habits, but it's, it's healthy habits, right? So clean rooms, clean desks, clean backpacks, clean binders, help teach kids really good habits for organization, finding things, feeling motivated, knowing where things are. And they actually impact, like I said, their brains and their thinking. So that can be either good or bad. And study habits impact kids and grades and their study environment impacts them. And I'm going to unpack that a little bit more in a minute, but it's, it's a huge thing. This is especially true of kids who have ADD because kids who have ADD attention deficit, right? So you put them in a very disorganized, dysfunctional, cluttered environment. They're going to be very easily distracted. They're not going to learn those hurdles of organization very well in a cluttered and, and an or disorganized environment. And I work a lot with parents that their bedroom and their desk has a big impact on their study habits and how they're thinking. I think it's, I think it's true. Just even if you don't have ADD, I think it's especially true, but with the way our brains have been um, changed from screens and, and our lack of ability to focus on anything for a long period of time. I think now more than ever, it's super important that we try to keep those spaces as 
minimal as possible Correct. because we already struggle to focus on something longer than, you know, X amount of seconds or minutes or whatever, because yeah. our brain is constantly being bombarded with all these different ads and whatever. It's like, we're, we're trained to not focus on anything too long. Yeah. So, we're, we're shortening our attention span and we're actually being overwhelmed and inundated by information input, all this stuff. And then if your home, your castle is supposed to be your sanctuary mm -hmm. And it's disorganized and cluttered and overwhelming with all the stuff. You're just going from stress to stress. Right. Right. Where's your refuge? And nobody really likes, I mean, even if it's, especially if you're sharing your space with someone, it's like, if it's just you, you tend to give yourself a little more grace, but you can really adversely affect somebody else. Like if you have a roommate or a spouse or a coworker, nobody likes that overflow chaotic energy you want to be a good roommate spouse co-worker where you keep your space organized because they also may be struggling to keep focus so it's not just you you're impacting now you're impacting everyone else so yeah or you, members of your own family yeah. right exactly so it, this also gets into really needs versus wants we when we know what we have and we know where we can find it we have contentment mm. because contentment is a result of that declutter. Not only do we know what we have and appreciate what we have, we're not repurchasing something we already have mm. and we're not constantly shopping for new things, right? So less can be more. We, we value and we appreciate what we have. And the other reason why we need to declutter and organize is you can teach your kids some great life lessons here. When you go through things that you no longer need or use, you bring your child w children with you to donate them. You're role modeling giving to others. You're role modeling we're not going to live in excess. We have what we need and we don't have a lot of stuff clogging up our lives. Well, and I think that idea of demonstrating giving to people who might need it or not just throwing something away that it, something still has value, even if you don't need it anymore. Right. Um, in a culture where we're really focused on, you know, just toss it away. We don't fix things anymore. It's just, ah, just get rid of it. And I'm, I'm, it, this is not me judging the culture. I am just as we're guilty, all guilty of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I sewed a pocket in my jeans for the first time, I think in maybe like seven years, probably the <laughs> other day. And I was like, quick fix. Well, yeah, it's a quick fix. And those jeans were still good. They are, they have since fallen apart, but you know, those things, they're just not meant to last anymore. And our right. brains are like, Oh, we'll just toss it. And it's like, there's still value in this. Someone else can still utilize this. And I think that idea can also, this idea of decluttering allows us to kind of focus on the work before play option as well, mm -hmm. where it's like mm -hmm. you put some time in, like I literally, before I came up to record this podcast was working on making a spreadsheet for my budget for the year for, for the church. And it's like, I wanted to do something else more creative, but I knew if I delay this, then all my receipts and all of my tasks are just going to pile up. So it's like, okay, if I do it now, then it just becomes easier on me later. Yeah. And that transfers over to kids. So sure, you can go play as soon as your room's picked up. Yeah. You know, you, you do your laundry, you do your homework, you do your chores. Prior, define priorities. And then it also gives them self-discipline, which long-term gets them to places where they're leading things because they have the skill set to make priorities and That's right. understand. Self-control. Yeah, self-control. Yeah, exactly. And those daily routines and habits of organization are linked to healthy other things like eating and exercise, mm. right? Because I mentioned earlier, how you do one thing is often how you do everything. So this impacts our brain health, 
if we're exercising every day as a habit, if we eat well as a habit, if we keep our homes clean, which is healthier anyways, right? Mm -hmm. And decluttered. And having a an organized environment that's consistent adds predictability and security to our brains. We like that. Those are good habits. And it's good for our mental health. And I mean, I think ultimately when we're, we're teaching these things to our kids, it's really helping them come up with uh, a purpose and saying, hey, what I do matters. The state I live in matters. Mm -hmm. um, these accomplishments of getting a chore done, even though they don't want to do it. There's a lot of things in life that we as adults do <laughs> that we don't want to do. And so you're setting them up for success of like, there are things that you're not going to want to do, but usually if you do them, they come out to have a pretty great reward in the end, or they don't right. cause you problems later. Right. And you want to train them up early on that because trying to teach someone who's 18 that there's consequences and that they have to do things even though that they don't like them is a significantly harder task it's and very late. rarely sticks. Yes. And what's cool about, you know, having a clean room or organizing or decluttering or going through your things and donating, it's tangible. We don't have much of that anymore in this world. Mm. Everything's virtual digital. or digital or screens or out there and you can't touch it, feel it, right? I just bought my first physical book. <laughs> In almost Seriously? three years. Yeah. There you go. Because I just buy digital books. Cause there I, you go. And yeah. so it's like, you know, same thing with movies. I don't know the last time I bought a physical movie. Right. And so, and so things, things need to be real for kids, mm. right? And they're still in that concrete thinking. So to see by the work of their hands what they've accomplished feels good. It's real. Absolutely. They can see it and live in it. And I think that's important for kids. Um, so, yeah, I, I people often will you know, say, well, that's not, you know, decluttering, organizing, whatever. It's not that important. I have found it to be one of the main things I do with my clients, with their kids, because the first thing I ask is I get into the biological factors. We get into the physical factors. We get into the emotional, the spiritual. This is a big one. Mm. And when kids live in chaos, they think like chaos and they think they can always be in chaos. So it trickles into everything else in their life. Yeah, and I think it's really important for people to hear that you can help them with that. This is not necessarily something you have to do on your own. If you if this does not come naturally to you, this is something Kim can help you with. You know, these are great tips of hey, if you have the skill set and and are able to go declutter and and work through your stuff, but it's like it's not everybody's skill set. It's not everyone's skill set. It's not something that maybe they even learned when maybe they lived in chaos and they're like, maybe I they would are love now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I would love to do that. I just don't know where to start or how to do it or what the best way to do it is. And it's like, there's entire TV shows about people needing someone else to come help them. And Kim's local to Boise and she wants to help you. And she's focused on your health. This is not for a reality TV show just to make money. This is her to wanting to improve your life and your kid's life. So if mm -hmm. that's something that doesn't come to you naturally, if you need help on how to declutter and do it in a way that's going to be beneficial for both you and your family, make sure you get a hold of Kim because she can help you um, create a living space that's organized, predictable, consistent, free of distractions, yes, uh, clutter and unnecessary stuff that's just going to drain your time, your energy and your attention. And if there's one thing we need more of these days, it's time and attention. And right? yeah, and with our kids, don't spend all the time. You're going to invest a little time up front getting this all done. But in the end, it's easy, easy to maintain. You're not wasting time running around looking for things right. and buying things again. And now you have more time with your kids. And isn't that the most precious thing we have? Absolutely. So if you have 
uh, a desire to declutter your life and you want to kick the year off right, make sure you get a hold of Kim at rethinkparenting.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, make an appointment. She can help you get started. She's even helped. The, we're, we're filming here at Foothills Christian Church right now. And she <laughs> helped us declutter our scary attic place and our workroom. And of both <laughs> of them are phenomenal right now and look amazing. And so many people have commented about how much better it is. So she has a... a, a unique knack for it and is very (laughs) passionate about it. So um, let her help you declutter your life so that you can live a less frustrated and healthier and happier life. So make sure you um, reach out to her at rethinkparenting.com and make an appointment today. So thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks everybody.